0: Good afternoon, good afternoon, good evening to the beloved of God. This is Speak Life Radio. i go tell my brother in ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Today is September 18, 2022. How you doing? Yes, I missed you guys yesterday. I had such a blessed day. I missed you guys. I was worn out too, but it was was divine. That's the best way I can put it, in the name of Jesus. So I'm praying that we praise in the Lord this weekend, in the name of Jesus. It may be our last weekend, so praise him. Praise him. Okay, so um, I am lifting up my whole household. I am lifting up your whole household. I'm lifting you and I up, beloved, in the name of Jesus. Lifting the king done family worldwide the beloved of god the martyr saints the persecuted saints those strutting down those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak weary withered and even worn lifting them up lifting up their families in the name of jesus okay i'm feeling a little chilly yeah if you ever notice usually when i'm doing the prayer when I was doing the prayer, I had my sweater. So, and this is the great thing about doing the radio because you can do that kind of stuff. So yes, I am lifting up children worldwide. I'm lifting children worldwide. And I am lifting up the sunflowers worldwide. Those that the sun is shining in them, through them, and for them, and upon them, and... We just know the presence of the Lord is with them. They just bring the good news in the name of Jesus. Good tidings from the Lord. Peace to all men, even when it's hard. Yes, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we come to you right now. Oh, thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I ask for your very presence on both sides of this computer, Lord God. Just rain down upon us. Let us lay in your bosom and just hear your heartbeat. What are you saying to us, Lord God? Make it so clear in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that even your word is coming through, your presence is known. You are just showing up and showing out. Lord, I thank you. I give you permission. I give you access. I open the door, Lord. You don't have to knock. You are my daddy. In the name of Jesus, and you're the daddy of your people. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you in advance. In the name of Jesus, bind up everything that is contrary, contrary in heaven and in earth, and in the sea, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. We praise you. We give you all the glory and the honor, I pray. In Jesus' name. So good afternoon, beloved. So what I came to talk about What part are you going to live out? See, I had what part are you gonna play? Uh, What part are you gonna play in this? What part are you gonna play in this? But it goes more than playing, it's actually becoming, it will become a part of our journey in our life. So what part are you living out? What part uh, part will you wanna be held accountable for? The decision to make is ours. So what do we wanna be held accountable for? What what part do we want so I was yeah, I was uh in here thinking about, you know, how I've been failing like seriously about what part. Because, you know, this is what the words say. Cause this came to me when uh me I was in here thinking about it and the Lord was showing me, see this is this is your stumbling right here. This is what you keep stumbling on. It says in Matthew 5 and 9, blessed are the peacemakers. I remember I met a guy, uh, I believe it was last year. I believe it was last year. I'm not really sure. But I met a gentleman. It was either this year or last year, but I believe it was last year. And um, I believe so. And I met a gentleman. And he was a former police officer. A couple of former things, but he was a former police officer. And he made this point. He says, We are the peacemakers. I said, Now wait a minute. You know, I never really thought of it like that, you know. But he said, you know, the one thing he used to try to tell the guys on the force, we are peacemakers. Uh, blessed are the peacemakers so I said wait a minute I came back and I took a look at this word again and it's like wow yeah because they're there to uh restore peace as as possible but that's our call too we're we're restorers we're supposed to come to restore peace because why reconciliation back to god so we're supposed to draw fish and and we're supposed to be the reconciliation reconciliators in the earth through the word of god so this is the power he's given to us the good news the gospel to be declared to be preached to be taught and that we Usher people into the presence of the Lord, but that one, that one sheep, that one sheep. All we have to do is testify to become the peacemakers, and so the peace. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be. That's a promise. Oh Lord, now that I'm saying, ooh, I don't want to give up the promise. It says, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be, that's a promise called the children of God. Okay, so this season, I don't know really when it started, maybe two years ago, uh, but this season has been a lot of contention for me. And it's been coming from different places. And at times it's been really heartbreaking. and, And at times it's been kind of shocking, but the Lord has spoke to me, especially last year, and he said, release them all. Now, I didn't realize what all really meant, but I'm starting to see all means all, and I should have asked who, who's involved in that all. So it's like, I am fighting with the flesh, wrestling with the flesh, not to respond, but I, I'm, fa- I'm failing this thing now, because I'm like, wait a minute, you're not, wait a minute, this, you know, this punch, this punch, this punch, but today, He really, he really got my attention with blessed are the peacemakers. So it's like, okay, wait a minute. God said we don't have to respond to everything because he is our avenger. So why are we responding, right? Unless he tells us, he gives us instructions on how to respond. So when I, when I think about that, and even when the Holy Spirit is saying, don't respond, and I'm trying to conjure up. Uh, a half a percent of responding, you still failed it because you're not listening, okay? Or you're still not mature in that area. I'm not mature in that area yet. So it says, blessed are the peacemakers. So I said, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. I mean, because I, I pray for peace all the time. Constantly, that's one of my main prayers is for peace. And so even when there is contention, okay? I know, I know it's really not about me. It it may be towards us in a way, but it's really not that. What it is, is there's no peace in that person's heart. There's no peace in that person's heart. So there's no peace towards you or towards anybody in that person's heart because they don't have the, the Prince of Peace rooted and grounded in their heart. When, and, and some people, they might even be of the family of, of, of the body. And, but it's like, just like I know my maturity level in responding, I know their maturity level in throwing, and casting that, that, that uh, warlike, warlike spirit, those comments, those, those targets, whatever the case may be, I should be mature enough to know and set in my faith enough established enough through the word of god through the spirit of god and listening to the leading of the holy spirit to know this is a set up right here this is a set up so the accuser of the brethren can go day and night and saying, okay tell me she don't know better that's not a good fight she know that's not a good fight but you're responding by your heart and your flesh and your feelings and emotion. Instead of looking at this thing, really looking deeper at this thing and saying, okay, wait a minute, who's benefiting from this? Who's benefiting from this? And what is the source of this? What What is the spirit operating? Because a lot of it, you'll come to realize it's truly, I am learning so much about comparison Um this, this season. And it's really people or the spirit of competition and comparing ourselves against each other. When what is for you is for you. What is for you is for you. And God has established this thing. We have not, no man has established this thing. No spirit has established this thing. All of this is established by God before the earth was. And when we can come into that understanding and we can walk in that and run our race according to that, then we run a good race, we fight a good fight because the fight shouldn't be inward. The fight should be kingdom. And many, uh, because it's only two kingdoms, okay? The kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. So even those that are claiming to be sheep in the fold, and they're attacking other sheep, either they are an infested sheep, they are an imposter sheep. They are actually a wolf in sheep clothing because it's the rage of the, in the wolf, because that's the enemy. He is filled with rage and anger and wrath. And so we know God is long suffering. So that is the fruit of spirit that we're weak in it's i know i know i know and so and temperance and temperance and so sometimes god is constantly making us fast because we haven't gotten to that place yet we haven't gotten to that place yet and that's what uh the lack of food and stuff it, it really tempers your body it temp it tempers your, your flesh it starts to crucify your flesh because You're taking something away that the flesh is yearning and it's killing something in the flesh against, uh, contrary to the spirit. So we, we gotta know when there's no peace, God is absent. And I was thinking like when it's not right, there's no righteousness. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. A little leaven don't leaven half the lump. The little a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Okay. Um, so we have to mature. Mm-hmm. We have to mature. He already told us that he sent us a sheep in the midst of. Wolves. Okay. So in Matthew 7 15, like everything that God says is exact. <laughs> it is exact. It is exact. Okay. It says, um, let me see where I am. Okay. It says here, in Matthew 7, I'll start in verse 12. Therefore, all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do you even so unto them. And this is why we have to be the peacemakers. Because we would be wanting somebody to come to us to reconcile us back to God. and Amen. It says, for this is the law and the prophets. This is the law and the prophets. I'm looking there you go, praise the Lord, glory to God. it says enter you in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to leads to destruction and many there be which go in thereat. because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leads unto life and few there be that find it now whatever what else just came to me was what he said to the church of philadelphia which is brotherly love so it's like why fight someone that that don't they don't have brotherly love because that's the whole reason this is this is the intent um Re- revelation we're going to go back uh to there but revelation 3 and 11 behold I come quickly, hold that fast which you have that no man take your crown because that, see, no man take your crown. So when contention is coming, there's a man coming to take your crown. Lord, I needed this. Hallelujah, glory to God, bless your name. So back at Matthew 7, it says, verse 15, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly, they are raving wolves. Inwardly, they are raving wolves, okay? So they come in like their sheep, just like the enemy. He can uh, portray himself as like It says, ferocious, wild animal, extremely hungry and hunting for prey. So they're hunting. When they're coming with contention, it's not that, they're coming not knowing who you are. Even if they don't know you personally, spirit recognize spirit, okay? So spirit recognize spirit. And it's an assignment. It's a mission. It's a task at hand. And it says, beware of false prophets which come to you. They come to you. You ain't got to seek them out. My Lord, Jesus, they're going to come to you. The more you draw nigh to God, the more he draw nigh, nigh to you, they're going to come to you. The closer you walk and the uh, more you're in your call, they're going to come to you. Because that's what the fire season scribes and the Herodians and the Sadducees always do. They come to Jesus. They come to Jesus. They come to Jesus. Okay? So they're going to come. They're going to come. The Lord know I needed this. They're going to come. Beware of false prophets, which come to you. Which come to you which come to you. So you're just there whistling, minding your business, you know, trying to praise the Lord or try to be effective in your walk. And here they come. And then you're like, wait a minute. Some of them could be your family members. Many could be your church members. Now from outside the world, we understand. But you know, when they inside the house of faith, you're just like, wait a minute, what's going on with you? Whether we in the same house of faith or not, God coming back for one church, he ain't coming back for all these churches, it's just one. So we are all fitly joined together, that's really in the body. But some of us not in the body, because sick sheep, sick sheep do sick things. Now I'm telling you, the main reason a person would be a sick sheep is because they're not studying the word or they don't believe what they're studying. They don't believe what God is saying. So they sit. until the mind gets renewed, they're sick And they don't come to you. Why? Because you just hully it in there. I don't know the Bible all like that. That's your fault. The word says study to show yourself. Okay, so show yourself, study. That don't, mm-mm. <laughs> No, no, that is not the person fault to study that you don't study. No, that's your fault that you don't study because it's a commandment from God. No, that that, that kind of stuff used to get to me. That don't get to me no more. You don't study, that's a choice. That is a choice. When I don't study, that's a choice that I'm making. I gotta give an account for this. Listen, okay. So he says, Beware of false prophets. Now, a false prophet is not that you're going to get a Cadillac, a greenhouse, and all this stuff. A false prophet is those that can be, those that are proclaiming the word of God. Whether they posting it, whether they talking it, whether, you know, they preaching it, whether they teaching it. If they are Adam loving and they're not in sound doctrine, they're false. That's the, when, when you look in the old Testament, there was prophets and priests that God did not ordain and they came, some came against Jeremiah. Jeremiah was one of the main ones they was coming against and, and they came against Moses, Mm -hmm. same people from the same, it's, it's, it's always within without, we already, we already know, we can recognize that people, you know of different faith and all this other stuff, different belief system or no belief system, but they don't realize they still got a belief system. And they coming at you, you know, because of their lifestyle or the choices, or, you know, they trying to prove God wrong, whatever the case may be. That's one thing. But when it comes from in the house as Psalm 55, which I tried to avoid at all costs besides a couple of other verses in Job house. But when they they're coming with contention because they have an assignment that's just like Judas sitting at the table who better to use than somebody else sitting at the table and that's like the wedding supper friend how did you get in here without a wedding garment on because, yeah, we're sitting there eating from the table of God and getting an up, rising the play with no intent of change, with no intent of being renewed, regenerated, no intent of a new mind, a new creature, no intent. But yet we can single out those that we think, you know, oh, wow, where well, they think they're going to grow up. I'm and it's the craziest thing. It's the craziest thing within the house. It's the craziest thing. Well, you're just trying to be a pastor. You don't know what I'm trying to do. I don't know what that sister trying to do because it might not be that sister. That's God doing that. No man can come to Jesus Christ except God drawn. And no man can come to God except through Jesus Christ. Promotion don't come from the north, south, the east, and the west. Promotion comes from God. So some people get put in position by a man. That is true. But however, the anointing, You can't, the work that's being done, you can't do nothing with the work. It's the anointing. You can't do nothing with that. You can't do for the very work's sake, he says. Oh, turn right to it. Praise the Lord. It says in John 14 and 10, believe you not that I am in the Father. Believe you not, I, the word of God, the Lord Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in me, the Lord Jesus, the word of God. The words that I, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, speak unto you, I, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, speak not of myself, but the Father that dwells in the word. Okay? In the Lord, he does the works. Believe the word. Believe the Lord, that I, the Lord God, the Word Jesus, the, the Word of God, am in the Father. And the Father in the Word, in the Lord, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Believe the Lord, believe the Word of God for the very work's sake. The work shows itself. The work shows itself. This, it is done by God. God does the work. We don't do the work, God does the work. Mm hmm. Yeah, God does the work. <laughs> People looking at the work. No, nah, that's not what you look at. You look at who gave the work. Look at Jesus and the name of Jesus. Because when we looking at Jesus, we ain't got time. I t- we ain't got time. We ain't got time to be raven wolves. We ain't got time. It's enough. For, it's enough ordained for that. It's enough ordained for that. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it says, beware, uh, Matthew 7, 15. Beware false prophets which come to you. I mean, I grabbed this thing through the speak life. In sheep's clothing. Now I'm going to go real quick to another place in Revelation. Hopefully I can find it. Uh, We talked about this. um, We talked about this. Not too long ago, okay, instead of me just looking it up, I'm going to be going through all these these things, okay? You know what? It seemed like it would, okay, right here, Revelation 13 and 11, and I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. He ain't coming from, he coming out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb. And he spoke as a dragon. Many of us walk around talking about we lambs and we acting like dragons. No, that mm-mm, mm-mm, that ain't. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. He says this. And I'm trying to finish out this verse. But he says this here. Okay. It should be in John 8. How do I know that? Because I've been on this John 8, John 6 thing for the last couple of weeks or so it says here he says it where do he says it he says uh right here it says uh okay in verse ooh. Uh in verse 20, let me see. In verse 19, it says, Then uh, John 8, verse 19, then said they unto him, unto the Lord Jesus, the word of God, where is your father? Jesus, the Lord, the word, answered, You n- neither know me, you don't know the Word of God, you don't know the Lord Jesus, nor my father. If you had known the word, the Lord Jesus, you should have known my father also. These words spoke the Lord Jesus, the word of God in the treasury. As he, the Lord, the word taught in the temple and no man laid hands on him, on the word on the Lord. For his hour, the words, the Lord's hour was not yet come. Then said the Lord Jesus, the word of God, again, unto them, I go my way. The word goes his way. Okay. And you shall seek me and shall die in your sins. Where or whither I go, where the word goes, the Lord goes, you cannot come. Then said to Jews, will he, will the Lord, will the word kill himself? Will he kill the word? That's what happened. But anyway, because he, the Lord says, whither or where I go, you cannot come. And the Lord Jesus, the word said unto them, you are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. I, the Lord Jesus, the word said therefore unto you that you shall die in your sins. For you believe not that I, the Lord Jesus, am he, the word, the Lord Jesus. You shall die in your sins. That's the accountability, okay? That's our accountability. What part are we going to play? Are we going to be the peacemakers? Or are we going to allow ourselves to be drawn out from the contention makers? It says, back to uh, Matthew 7, I hope I can finish here. I had another verse. Um, It says, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. You shall know them by their fruits, my Lord. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree brings forth good fruit. You know, sometimes it's just a reminder. God has to remind us of who we are. I thank God for this speak life because sometimes we get caught up in that flesh. And sometimes, many times, he has to bring us back to the remembrance of who we are because there's a crown and the, it, the enemy is still falling. And that is, is, that is his whole intent. That's his whole intent to make us fall, to make us fall. Whether it's just through a temptation, whatever the case may be, is we have to remember, I have to remember, is to fall out of position because God is no respecter of persons. We all are going to be held accountable for what we were told and how we respond to it. What God told us and how we respond to it. It says, even so, every good tree brings forth good fruit. So if somebody not bringing forth good, that's their tree. But a corrupt tree brings forth evil fruit. Doing evil things, saying evil things, casting evil stones, all this stuff. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that brings not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast in the fire wherefore by their fruits you should know them let us not be deceived he says brother be not deceived neither deceive yourself don't let no man deceive you nor deceive yourself this is about a crown in the name of jesus i needed to speak life i needed this speak life now because the flesh is already gonna burn the flesh already dead it knows that it says um Ooh, okay. Uh, It says uh right here, I'm going to close with this. In Romans 12 and 9, let love or God or the workers of God be without dissemination. Appear, appear that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. There's only one good. God is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. In honor preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Many of us are not serving the Lord. We're not, we're too busy being contentious. We're not serving the Lord, we're serving ourselves. We are doing things that glorify us because when we serve the Lord, it crucifies that flesh in the name of Jesus. It crucifies that flesh when we're serving the Lord. Many of us are not serving the Lord. We're just doing stuff to make man think or deceive man. Trying to pretend to be a sheep, but we are still walking around like a wolf or a dragon. See, because that the the body is not divided. God is not divided against Jesus. Jesus is not divided by the Holy Spirit. They're one. And so is the body fitly joined together. So when there's contention, there's a wolf present. Because if it ain't right, it ain't righteous. If it ain't right, it ain't righteous. God does what's right. God does what's right. He says, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, this is something we all got to get delivered from because we have been in the world and the world has been in our flesh. We've been in the world. And so we got to know, we got to know when that is flesh dealing with us. We We are walking in the flesh and not in the spirit. It says rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer distributing to the necessity of the saints of the body given to hospitality bless them which persecute you bless and not curse rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that do weep we don't even have time to do that we're too busy comparing ourselves and being angry about gifts and talents when God has given all men at least one gift in the name of Jesus we're supposed to rejoice with each other. When we're rejoicing, we're supposed to weep with each other, but we're too busy hating each other and being contentious with somebody rejoicing and we're too busy happy and hoping their demise when they're weeping. Okay. Rejoicing over that. No, that's wrong. Be of the same mind one to another. Mind not high things, Be but condescend, condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceit. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as it lies in you, live peaceably with all men. Why are we not doing that? Sisters, brothers, but this thing with women is like, whoa, okay, hmm. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath. Give place to it. Don't even just let it be. Oh, Lord. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. He's no respecter of persons. Therefore, if thy enemy hungry, feed him. If he thirsts, give him drink. For in so doing, you shall heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. I thank you, Lord. In the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus, I bring the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have the most blessed week. Speak over your week. We are good, effectual, fruitful trees in Christ Jesus. Peace.